0: welcome back everyone another episode of your ex-boyfriend's podcast this is episode 15 titled other people's business so what's that gonna be about you know i have a segment right every week almost every week at this point called old business where i talk about stuff that could be addressed from previous episodes or questions or or what have you. Well, this whole episode is basically about other people's old business. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be kind of a diversion from our usual format that we follow here on your ex-boyfriend's podcast and I, it's just mostly because I want to shout out to a bunch of people. <laughs> and and it's going to take a whole episode. I'll go ahead and start with listener emails. I got another one. A midnight snack. <laughs> uh, this specific listener sent me a very... Um, man, a, a quote from Brene Brown. And if you don't know who Brene Brown is, check her out. Like, w- we, we'll talk about this in the future, but y'all need to read or listen to Brene Brown. She has this quote on uh, vulnerability. And, and just keep in mind, we're going to talk about this in the future. This is going to be an episode in the near future. Keep an ear out. Brene says, vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. Woo, baby. Ain't that some shit. Thank you, Brene Brown. And thank you, Constant Listener, for your very thoughtful email. (laughs) Okay, so other people's business... First off, I got to say it again. We talked about it last episode. Congratulations to Alex and Caitlin. Your wedding was beautiful. Awesome. I had such a good time. And Alex, what an honor it was to stand up, to stand up there with you as your best man Thank you for the chance to be a part of your celebration and the chance to make it a great day for the both of you. I hope that I did everything that I could. Fingers crossed. I hope I hope you were happy with my performance. <laughs> uh, I got enough good feedback on my speech, at least, and I feel like it, it went pretty well which was funny for me for a lot of reasons. Um before b- before I gave the speech, we were talking about how funny it would be if I got up there and promoted my podcast instead of actually giving him a speech. <laughs> like I just got up there and was like, "Hey, congrats to Alex and Caitlin. Wonderful wedding. By the way, I have a podcast. And if y'all are interested, I'm going to be sticking around after the reception. Uh, please uh, come up to me and, and ask me about it. <laughs> of course, I did not do that. But it did get a good laugh from Alex and myself. So during the speech, like right there at the beginning, I wanted him, I, like I wanted to make a joke about it so he could he, he could laugh about it, but without having it be, like, overtly self-serving. Like, hey, everybody, I've got a podcast. And it wouldn't it be funny if I talked about it? So I was, like, um, in, the, in the intro or something, I said something like, I hope that this speech goes pretty smoothly and that you know, it comes out with me or it comes out without me getting overly emotional or crying. And since I have some recent experience talking into a microphone, I feel a little bit more comfortable. That's literally all I said, but he knew exactly what I was talking about. (laughs) And as an added benefit, (laughs) which I did not intend. So for all of you who are like, yo, justice totally did that on purpose. Not true. But after the speech throughout the entire reception, I had so many people ask me, what did you mean by lots of experience recently talking into a microphone and you know me, I was honest and I was like, "Oh, well, I've got a podcast, I guess." <laughs> so I ended up talking to a bunch of people about it anyway. So, I guess I'm a dick for that. <laughs> but uh oh, in other weird podcast news that you know happened at the wedding, I legit had somebody discover the podcast organically, like nobody sent it to him. He just saw, I want to say he saw Alex. Thank you, Alex, for being a constant listener. I think he saw Alex listening to it. It was like a suggestion based on on that in Spotify or iTunes or some shit. I don't know. And, and said he had listened to it. And of all episodes, he happened to listen to the one last week where I talked about Alex and Caitlin. And that's how he knew that it was somebody at the wedding. <laughs> Oh, it's the weirdest coincidence ever. Yeah. Uh, What are we talking about? Oh, the speech. Yeah, it went great. I'm glad that uh, both of you liked it, Alex and Caitlin. Another thing that came up at the wedding, something I've talked about before, not on this podcast, but to numerous people, who's aware of the dance floor obligation, Like that the the groomsmen and the bridesmaids have. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm making this up in my own head. But I feel like the groomsmen and the bridesmaids have sort of an obligation to cut it up on the dance floor. Because, as we all know, at a wedding, a dead dance floor is fucking garbage. (laughs) Having nobody out there cutting a rug is like the surest way to have people start trickling out the door. So in my own experience, being a part of my friends, my various friends' weddings, I've taken it upon myself to be the catalyst for an active dance floor which includes but is not limited to dancing horribly at all times getting really liquored up so that even is possible (laughs) in the first place and then i think most importantly actively engaging with people who are not dancing and either encouraging or convincing or shaming them into the dance floor that is for sure the toughest part of being (laughs) in a wedding for me like the planning the bachelor party that was all right writing the speech well writing a speech and then completely disregarding everything I wrote and and doing the whole thing off the top of my head that was hard (laughs) um but not as hard as getting people engaged on the dance floor so for this wedding shout out to those other semi-young people who were out there doing it with me you are the lifeblood (laughs) of the reception (laughs) but yeah the wedding was awesome it was a chance for so many people that that i knew as a child um, so many people that had an influence on my upbringing, or or close friends of mine, or friends of friends, to all get together. It was so nice, especially with you know COVID having been the only thing anybody ever talked about or did anything with for the last like two years. Being able to go to a normal ass wedding and not wear masks and and not like freak out about. Oh my God! I'm gonna get a disease and die. It was so nice, uh so nice in fact, that we all went way too hard. <laughs> there were at least three bottles of whiskey in in just the groom's uh ready room alone, and we had finished one before God was that before the reception, before the ceremony? We had finished one real early on. <laughs> and then another one got brought down by yours truly, snuck into the reception. So if anybody's out there who had a problem with that, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we we had to keep the party going and and the bar didn't have liquor, just beer and wine. We had we, something ne- was needed for shots, you know what I mean? Um so that got snuck down and 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 we were literally doling out <laughs> Drams of whiskey from under the table. <laughs> I was literally like uh my friend John at the table posted up with the bottle under the tablecloth, and I would literally go around and watch people like look look sober and I'd be like, Yo, there's whiskey under that table if you want some. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, and then having the waiter be totally cool about it and just give me the smirk and hold his hand out as I gave him the empty bottle. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. Yeah, man. And man, I'm now that I'm talking about it, whoever got the mother of the groom to agree to do shots <laughs> with all the millennials that were in attendance. Amazing. Nicole, was that you that made that happen? That was Awesome. It is only a bummer that we had to shoot that gnarly mango rum. Ugh, what was that? And who was the one that got an extra shot that ended up going down my throat? Not fun. That was not okay. (laughs) You know I don't waste liquor. What was I supposed to do? (laughs) Ah, okay. Man, what a fun wedding. Alex, Caitlin, congratulations. I love you both. That was awesome. Second thing I want to talk about in other people's business. For those who don't know, anybody who's not a member of my family or, or close friends, my mom has had multiple sclerosis, AKA MS, for over half her life. It's been a while. Um, over the years, it's, it's, gotten you know various degrees of worse gone into remission gotten various degrees of better and then more recently um, has reached a point where it's just it's not going to get any worse according to her her doctor it's just this is as, as bad as it gets which is excellent news and I say it's excellent news because my mom still has the use of pretty much all her faculties the symptoms while they do affect her everyday life in a lot of ways. They're manageable. She's been handling them like a boss and, um, she moves on or I should say she moves forward. Yeah. By the way, shout out mama. What's up (laughs) mama. (laughs) Uh, why am I bringing this up? So every year the MS society does a huge fundraiser called the MS walk. And it is like a walkathon. a <laughs> It's a fundraiser. And my mom has been the captain of a team, a, a fundraising team for decades. Her team is called the Misfits Antenna Shoes. And I'm going to link that in the episode description. One, so you can see what a clever title, what or, or what a clever team name it is because the way she spells it, and you'll notice I'd said tenna shoes <laughs> uh I w- yeah, so so you'll be able to see how clever that is, and then two, so y'all can donate. I'm asking for money <laughs> now, if you do want to donate, the link will be in the in the episode description um yeah, so she's been a team captain for decades, and this year twenty twenty two surprisingly, has been the biggest year ever in in the 20 plus years that she's been doing this. She has a bigger team than ever before. The most people, I wish I knew the number, uh, exactly how many people that are on her team. Um, This is the biggest year or the biggest team ever. And by far the biggest year ever in terms of fundraising, my mom and her team have raised almost $100,000, just them. And it puts them at the number three team in the nation, in the whole country, as far as fundraising. They are literally a stone's throw away from second place. It was only like $1,600 um, before they were in second place. Insanity. My mom said that in all the years of doing, uh, 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 of doing the fundraising, she has never even come close to this big of a year. Like twenty thousand dollar years are common. They're approaching a hundred thousand, and will likely get more because fundraising fundraising doesn't end until September. Like. An insane amount of money. Unfortunately, sadly, a lot of this is due to the death of a team member. Um, a longtime team member. Um, the company that he was a part of, uh, since he was involved in this charitable organization, the MS Society, uh, through his wife, who has MS, uh, the company that he worked for before he died donated a fat chunk of change to my mom's team, like specifically my mom's team because he was a part of it. So as sad as that is, what my mom told me uh, as far as, I guess, what no, she didn't say this. My dad said this. Uh, she told me that he had said that in a very real way this huge dollar amount that the company was able to contribute was in a way his last gift to his wife who is still a member of the team who is wheelchair bound with MS and if that isn't if if, if that doesn't break your heart but in a good way then why are you even listening to my podcast? <laughs> this isn't the podcast for you if that doesn't make you cry manly tears. <laughs> um, man, where am I going with this? I'm just trying to give some publicity to the situation. Um, my mom's a rock star in the local MS community and now in the national MS community. But in the last you know, couple decades... Since she's been a member so long, she's been a team captain so long she's raised so much money for the for the m s society. They had this whole ceremony years ago like she she's she's been awesome for years they had this whole ceremony years and years ago to honor her contributions to to the to the foundation um she's been on t v on local news she's spoken with Taryn daly from ninety nine nine uh, KISW uh, who I, I think who also has MS I think that's why they spoke um, but yeah and and now this record setting for her team and for I think this area this record setting year um, in terms of team size and uh, dollars raised amazing so long story short shout out to my mom Mindy Tenna captain of the Misfits in Tennis Shoes if you want to donate, please follow the link that I'll have in the episode description. I highly encourage it. I'm asking for your money. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. Third thing that I wanted to talk about. More other people's business. <laughs> other, other people's business. A couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, that I was going to do an interview. I was going to be a guest. On somebody else's podcast That podcast is IRL With Natalie and Tom Who are quickly becoming Fast podcasting friends of mine Uh, They had me uh, Do an interview Via Zoom or Teams or whatever And uh, It just came out In their most recent episode Which dropped Friday Speaking of which That link will also be In the episode description of this episode episode it's out and streaming right now first of all thank you for the opportunity to be on your show to chop it up with you two to gain some publicity from one from from your one listener (laughs) and and for everybody who thinks that was a dickhead thing to say that's their joke they made that joke not me i'm just repeating it (laughs) does that make it okay uh, Natalie and Tom, that'll be up to you to decide yeah, thank you for for the uh, opportunity um like I said before, it was amazing to talk to you both. I felt very um grateful to be on on your show and to be able to listen to it today um, earlier this afternoon <laughs> and hear hear the the back and forth between us. I was smiling the whole time. It was so much fun and I'm honored to be your first guest. That was so cool for a, a well-established l- much longer standing podcast than my own to have me as the first guest was so cool. So again, thank you. Also, um yeah, you you talked in that episode about um Tom's <laughs> Tom's medical incident, his case of the vapors. <laughs> I'm laughing now because you guys can laugh about it, but I also laugh because uh, when things scare me or make me nervous, that's how I cope. Yeah. So scary. Tom, glad you're okay. Man, that it the the, the way Natalie describes the incident, like you said in the episode, that is the, the most horrifying part, like what she saw happen. So scary. I'm glad you're okay. And hopefully you know the M- mri that you talked about having recently um gives you some good good news what i wanted to say in regards to uh this particular incident but applying to everybody is go to the fucking doctor when something is wrong take tom's advice, follow his lead and go to the doctor. I know, especially men, I'm talking to you right now. I know a lot of us are scared to go to the doctor. A lot of us avoid it like the plague for, oh my God, (laughs) a hiccup for all sorts of reasons. But when you have something like that happen or like, like I spoke about, with anxiety. When you have something going on where it's like, hey, I feel like I'm dying, or I'm exhibiting symptoms of dying, like chest pain, or in your case, Tom, a death rattle as I breathe, go to the doctor, please. It's not scary. No, I'm a liar. It is scary. Do it anyway. (laughs) I actually have another good example of me doing that because I think one of the ways to convince people that you're not full of shit is to tell them and show them that you're already doing the things that you're telling them to do. So for those who don't know, which is most of you, I hope because I don't talk about this with very many people. uh, Back in the fall, I was showering and lo and behold, as I was washing my... (laughs) My scrotum. (laughs) As I was washing my scrotum, I felt a bump on one of my testicles. And as we all should be aware of, that's fucking horrifying. Because you have maybe two options. (laughs) Is it a cyst? Or is it cancer? (laughs) So I immediately knew that that was a go-to-the-doctor situation. And I scheduled um with my doctor next day. Long story short, I had an ultrasound conducted, which anybody who's been pregnant knows involves an electrical like um ele- not electrical, electronic like wand that they put a bunch of lube on and then they kind of just roll it around. <laughs> Pregnant ladies have had that on their bellies, and I had that on my satchel. (laughs) And the best part, of course, was that when I walked into the ultrasound office, to the little room, I guess, the tech that took me back to conduct the ultrasound was this beautiful woman really close to my age. She probably couldn't have been older than 40. And the whole time I was just thinking, of course. (laughs) And it was so cold in that room. (laughs) Uh, You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. uh, We actually had a conversation as I was laying there with my satchel in her hands about how a lot of uh, oddly enough, a, a, a lot of men come in there for that exact same procedure with their wives or girlfriends. And it's because the significant other wants to make sure that nothing frisky is going on, which to me sounds insane. Like the ultrasound tech is a professional in a healthcare setting. Like, what are the odds that they're there to fondle your husband's balls? <laughs> that's, that's not why they're there. They're there to do a job, and they take no pleasure in batting the freaking boys around. Okay? So, ladies, just take it easy. It's, it's not like they're in there. It's not like your husband is in there getting it on with the ultrasound tech. And what I said in regards to any sort of untoward uh, inappropriate action behavior or what have you in that situation, what I said to the tech was there's two groups of people who I firmly believe you should not piss off. Number one, people who handle your food. And number two, people who have your scrotum. In their hand. <laughs> yeah, we got a good laugh out of that one. And the point of this long rambling story is it it's scary. Yes, just go because you'll get a good story out of it. And maybe you'll get some peace of mind because it wasn't cancer on your sack. It was a benign cyst and it just goes away with time. So, go to the doctor. (sighs) What was the fourth thing I wanted to talk about? Right. The fourth thing I wanted to talk about was future guests for this podcast. People, listen. I am going to be reaching out to potential guests this week for next week's episode so the episode that i am recording on april no may 1st that episode on may 1st i want a guest for or multiple guests i want to talk to somebody so for those of you who listen faithfully expect a text message, email, Instagram, whatever Facebook poke <laughs> uh from me about being a guest. I'm going to have I'm going to have a guest. <laughs> um any topic is up for grabs, really. Like I don't really care what we talk about as long as it's entertaining uh including any topic that you want to discuss, like if you're coming with an agenda uh if you're coming with with a goal um whatever as long as it's you know in line with the general spirit not even not even the the it doesn't have to be like anything that we currently have on this podcast but as as long as it aligns with the general you know vibe with the spirit of this podcast, we'll talk about it. My favorite podcasts are usually the ones in which the guest and the host are able to have a uh, comfortable free-flowing semi-normal at least conversation a good back and forth it doesn't have to be super polished it doesn't have to be scripted overly scripted um man a lot like my best man speech (laughs) <laughs> on Friday. It does not have to be super polished. And as long as it's from the heart, I think it's going to be a good conversation no matter what. So, as I've said before, if any of you want to be a guest on the podcast, let's do it. Please reach out. I will be asking this coming week. Um be be prepared. And hopefully, fingers crossed, that sets off a chain of awesome guests. Because after one person comes on and has a dope-ass interview, everybody else will want to come on and do the same. That's my goal. Let's set the intention right now. Let's manifest this. <laughs> I'm manifesting right now. Actually, I'm taking a drink of this delicious seltzer water. What is this, Le polar it's got a polar bear on it it's orange vanilla it tastes like a creamsicle except no no sweetness oh so flavorful (laughs) okay uh i think that's it for this weird episode yeah i think we're gonna wrap it up another short episode but uh i think it's it's good it's it's definitely healthy for this podcast to to mix it up every once in a while like it doesn't always have to be real heavy on here and i'm thinking y'all let me know what you think but i'm thinking that kind of an alternating uh, episode structure might be the thing that we go into like one week we'll do something like this where i just talk about you know cool shit that happened in my life recently or other people's lives in this case um and then the next week i'll dive into some some more hardcore stuff, some more meaningful, well, not more meaningful, uh, just deeper stuff, kind of like what we started with in this podcast, like the first 10 episodes, 12 episodes or so. You know, we talked about some real shit, stuff that'll make you cry, stuff that'll make your teeth hurt, make your balls itch. (laughs) Uh, Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So tell me what you think uh, about that you know, back and forth, and then maybe, you know, we'll do like a three-episode structure. Well, we'll like we'll do a lightweight one, and then a heavyweight one, and then a guest, and then a light, and a heavy, and a guest. Or maybe it'll just all be with guests. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, like I've mentioned, this is a work in progress, and there is no set structure. And I just want to talk about real shit with real people. Um, so, please reach out. We'll get you on. As a reminder, everybody, your ex boyfriends podcast can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh Player FM, iHeartRadio, and as always, Podbean.com or the Podbean app. On a web browser it'd be Justice Tenna, all one word, dot podbean dot com. I can always be reached for any communication regarding the podcast at your exbf podcast at gmail.com that's your xbf podcast at gmail.com in addition i can also be found on instagram at your underscore exbf underscore podcast that's your xbf podcast i post regularly on episode days reminding you all to listen and giving you some sort of related picture slash quote slash whatever about listening to my podcast and helping me become um, rich and famous because i can't do it without you as awesome as i may be i'm nothing without you (laughs) okay so we're gonna wrap it up and to wrap it up this week I wanted to use another catchphrase that was given to me by the same listener that I mentioned before. Stay horny, guys and gals. And on that note, we'll take off. So next week, Sunday, we're going to have a guest. That guest might just be Jonesy, but that's okay because you know he's probably the best I could ever do. <laughs> All right, take care.